listening to a Same But Different podcast. Hello and welcome to the National Service Remembered podcast, where in each episode we will discover what National Service was really like through the fascinating stories of the people who served. And in this week's episode, we will be taken on that journey by Tom Crabb, who served his country from 1958 to 1961. My National Service started on September 58. I went for a medical in Salisbury first. I got my calling up papers and I went in the army on the 4th of December 1958. We went to Aldershot and I was went to Ramadi's barracks and uh, we were met with a very strict sergeant major there and ushered us all around and we had cups of tea and uh, a, bit, a bit of cake, I can remember that. Then we were shown to our barrack rooms with a lot of shouting and hooting and and we were like a lot of frightened little boys, really. We didn't didn't know, you know, <laughs> where we were going or what we were coming into. It was chaos, really. It was 250 of us. And, you know, we'd never seen one another before. We didn't know anybody. But I piled up with this one from North Devon, and we had our had our beds next to one another in the, in the barrack room. That was, again, 30 in a room. And then everybody had a job in the morning to either brush out the floors and, and clean out the fire. Then the second day in there, we were all kitted out with, you know, uniforms. And we had three pair of boots and, and a, two vests, two two pairs of pants, some long johns if it was cold, which was very good. And then you had your denims as well, BDs and denims. And we had a berry each, tin hats, and all the haversacks and all the ammunition pouches. And that all had to be folded up and put up on top of the uh, lockers every day. And if it wasn't cleaned when they'd done a CO's inspection once a week, it used to be knocked off and, and thrown all over the floors, and you, had, you were humiliated and had to go around and pick it all up and start all over again. And then Sunday afternoons, to take our minds off, off of being lonely and home, and it was supposed to be a recreation day, we used to scrape the, scrape the blooming floors with razor blades to, to get the lino clean and bumper it up with polish. We, uh, used to, all of us were on our hands and knees in the bar room doing that for about three hours Sunday afternoons. It was awful, really. And then rub it over with newspaper, roll up the newspaper in bowls and rub it, rub it all over. It was very, very hard going for the six weeks, but it didn't hurt us, my beau. We moaned, we groaned, we didn't like it. We were upset leaving home and that, but it, it didn't hurt us. It didn't didn't hurt us at all. You know, after about eight weeks out there, we you know we had to pass an eight parade, but it was wonderful. It was two hundred and fifty of us plus the band, and we all had fixed bayonets, and you know it, it was a wonderful sight. But it, our parents couldn't come and see it because ninety nine percent of us were ordinary working people that you know just never had cars and just couldn't get up to older shop. But I was. Um, Actually, very lucky because we've done our basic training, obviously, as proper soldiers. But then you've done, after you've done your training, you're posted, posted to a cooking school. I was in the 6th Catering Corps Battalion. And uh, fortunately enough, they opened up a new cooking school 
at Blanford Camp during that time after Christmas when they said, could they have some volunteers to go and get the camp ready? Several of us from Dorset put our hands up to come back home, which which was wonderful, really. And so we, we had sort of six weeks in limbo there, getting the camp ready and doing all the barracks, getting the beds in. And then um, the first lot of uh, trainee cooks came in, which we should have been in that lot. But then they asked for volunteers to stay as permanent staff. So I, I stayed at Blamford Camp as permanent staff. And that was a camp up there for training boys like myself um, to be cooks, to be posted out to different regiments all over the world, really. So there was 18 of us out there, permanent, you know, privates and corporals. And uh, we all, all stayed there for, I suppose, somewhere around, 20 months working and doing doing different things maintenance on the barracks because all our barracks were spiders which was the toilets were in the middle and the washrooms and you had three barrack rooms either side so you had 30 in a barrack room and then so there was 90 so there was 160 young soldiers in in all these barracks which were called spiders and then uh, after a few weeks in the barrack rooms with the rest of the soldiers, we all had our own private rooms, which was wonderful. And, of course, myself living at Ewerminster, which was only six miles away, I used to get home quite a lot. So, um, yeah, that, that was wonderful. And we'd done loads of good work out there. And then it got so busy. And I said to the CEO one day, I said, sir, I could do with some help. He said, do you know another carpenter in the unit, you know, and what's doing his cooking? And I said, yes, I do. And he said, who is that? And I said, oh, Private Daniels, but I think he's going to get posted to the Royal Engineers. And he said, well, if you see him and tell him to go out the orderly office and then he'd be put on orders and come and see me. And we've been friends ever since. We're still friends now. And then I was demobbed on December the 4th, 1960. 61, yeah. Hope you enjoyed Tom's tales of national service as much as I did, and that you'll join us next time where we hear the stories of Mike Turner. To find out more about these stories, please click the link in the description. Thanks for listening, and see you next time. <laughs>